What's up? What's up? It's Nick Boucher with your friend in business, B2B sales podcast coming in hot here at the last runway of the year, um, closing in on what has been a really up and down, fun, exciting, um, tedious, <laughs> challenging uh, first year of um leadership here at my company here at Avalara and then most importantly just building a new brand uh, around my podcast building some content and creative levels in my world um, my girls uh, going through a lot of uh, school changes and soccer changes and life changes in regards to just getting you know out and about and and um, adjusting to a lot of different um, things in the world and you know today it's really about the recap of the year and the future state of what um, we're looking at moving forward where I'm looking at moving forward and just kind of seeing you know where this podcast is going where I can help sales executives sales reps sales leaders you know just take some tips and tricks around what I've learned over the last 20 plus years in sales and and, and really just bring it to content that people find relevant, um, interesting. Um, I actually just hit uh, my first thousand downloads of the podcast, which is exciting. Like, people are listening to it and really driving home some of the uh, content. Hopefully they're using it if they um, you know find it useful. But more importantly, it's just doing a recap of what this year was to me and what this the future state looks like and um, as I've put together eight um, so far of season one um, you know season one first uh, eight episodes have been um, really exciting very challenging uh, very detailed in preparation and I'm you know working on getting uh, my audience bigger working on creating uh, new content, working on different ways to broaden the maybe the video aspect of it, um, and then ultimately really trying to uh, reach out to as many sales professionals as possible, and then moving into um, more of a mentor, um, psychiatrist, <laughs> psychiatry level of sales where I potentially do a lot of one-on-one -on -one communication and, and support and help um, that kind of drives home, you know, specific goals that uh, reps may have who are just getting into the position or looking at sales as a career um, as we go into 2023 and we see what's in front of us from, you know, planning of budgets, planning of what your goals are, uh, recapping how you did. Um, getting with your management and leadership on what your territory or what your um, expectations are going to be. It's really um, a big process that's in place. So right now you have, you know, I'm sure you're closing out your last couple of deals, um, last couple of um, reach outs, uh, trying to bring in anything you can to finish off strong um, as I'm getting closer and, and closer to my end of year and end of my uh, execution when it comes to my team, you know, we're really buttoned up in um, in everything we have in front of us, right, at this point. It's like we have a certain amount of deals that we have left to go. 
um, potentially, you know, could hit six months in a row. And I'm in scope very close, and, and we never know in the future. will let us know in a couple months, but um, as the numbers come through, that I, our team might um, hit our objective for the year and go to we look at potentially going to president's club, which is exciting for me. Um, and, and as I continue growing my career, when I look at future state, some of the future states that I want to achieve with my, with my, um, my work is to really make sure that my team grows It's constantly growing revenue, but growing partners, growing in their skill set, growing in their communication to their partners and to their clients my first episode of the year and this is really kind of the concept of today's podcast it's you know um you know really around what we learned what we've done um you know getting out quick uh you know looking at future state and then ultimately kind of um building a recap it's kind of um, the title of it is you know, a, a recap is as good as you remember what you what we're listening to, right? So, recap, recap is only good as what you're saying and ultimately what you're writing and listening to. And so, when I recap my um, last eight podcasts, I was looking at you know the, the you know the first one we talked about was, which is all about um, incorporating creative communication into your sales you know, incorporating a very creative way to bring elements to your your current pipeline, to your current partners. How are you creatively communicating with them outside of just emails and phone calls? What are you doing to separate yourself and separate you and your other, um, you know, pros- you know, potential um, uh, uh, challengers or um, competition or competitors, how are you separating from them and what creative ways are you bringing your uh, pitch and your plan to um, to your forefront? How are you marketing yourself internally? How are you marketing, marketing yourself externally? Are you doing content creative? Are you positioning yourself in a way that um, under you know that your prospects know who is the leader in the in the marketplace what ways are you reaching out creatively to bring the elements of sales and then when you are in the sales process when you are building your your um, end-to-end process and following the steps um, I talk about the 13 steps all the time on my team like 13 steps to sales from beginning and how are you creatively reaching out to your prospects during the time to enhance their interests to continue them down the path of signature and and the future state of buying well how are you incorporating that creative communication so they keep interested right they're they're still you're still top of mind they're still looking for you as the expert in this space how are you continuously talking to them in a way that separates you and separates your uh, what your solutions are. Are you using video? Are you using text platforms? Are you reaching out and finding specific content they'd be interested in? Are you going to events and building rapport? Are you um, are you sending them uh, you know thank you cards? Are you sending them information uh, that is interesting? Are you um, giving them digital presence? What are you doing to separate creatively? into prior to your sales process while you're prospecting 
creatively building sales process throughout your sales sales cycle and then finally how are you showing them the the end result in a way that is creative and so the first um, first conversation I did have here was about creative communication incorporating incorporating it into your sales and then I moved into getting inside the mind of a buyer that was episode two and and getting inside the mind of a buyer is knowing who you're selling to, understanding what uh, the ultimate decision makers do on a day-to-day basis, getting a good understanding of what their operations are, how they like to work with uh, reps, and how they lo- look at working with sales professionals, how they are expecting them, you know, you to build a sales process. What is top of mind for uh, your buyer? What is top of mind for the person that, um, i.e. a CFO or CEO, are doing on a day-to-day basis? Have you spent time with that buyer to really understand what's inside their mind so that you can um, penetrate their interests and make it easier for you to short cycle the sales process or drive interest for new prospects? And so getting inside that mind is so difficult but ultimately such a a great exercise to learn and so one of the biggest challenges i said this year was you know really understanding your buyer i spent a lot of time over my years um actually going to sit down with a cfo or ceo and um, understanding what their capacity is understanding where their gaps are understanding how they look at certain technology to utilize and streamline their processes and and knowing how to, when I look at them or hear them, know what they're thinking. And so that really provides that inside the mind of a buyer perspective. And then I shifted as we continued down the road of, um, you know, expressing yourself. You know, how are you expressing yourself? How are you selling yourself? How are you selling against your your competitors? How are you bringing the excitement to your deal, the emotional state of selling, right? So, um, you know, when you're selling to a buyer and you know what the buyer wants, how are you bringing that emotion and how are you expressing yourself throughout the cycle? And and that is such a big piece to the overall, um, you know, plan of your, of your solution and your your uh, your excitement that brings the buyer to sign that agreement. You know, if you don't bring the passion, if you don't bring that um, way of expressing yourself, then you you really fall short of your deal. And and sometimes gaps go you know too long, and they go what a lot of people and reps are saying right now is oh they're just going dark on me, or we haven't heard from them in so long, or. I, I don't know if they're gonna buy. You, you gotta close that cycle and express yourself and sell yourself as you continue down you know, this pipeline and, and this approach. And then as I got into you know, emotional selling and emotional conversations, I started talking about who is going to be your champions, who are gonna build um, you up, who is gonna help recommend and make your sales cycle easier. And we got into the partner's partner and very similar to a guy's guy or someone that you can look into and trust or act like, you know, I talked a lot about how you become embedded in a partnership. I talked about how, 
you know, working a partnership, whether it is a client or a long-term partner that's referring, or it's your ESV, ISV partner, or it's a technology partner that integrates into your systems, how are you working with that partner, whether it is providing them with specific information? Do you have a great cadence? Are you doing on-site visits? Are you preparing them to be an added value of one plus one equals three approach to their sales team? How are you getting involved in what they need on their end to make deals? What are they doing? What is their average ASP? I was on a call today, actually, now I think about it, that really resonates in the first four topics, five topics, actually. You know, huge deal. Um, it was a white whale, bluebird comes in at the end of the year. A lot of moving parts, 15 people on the call, first call, um, you know, and my rep was a little overwhelmed. She she didn't exactly know what she was ex going into, and so we recommended giving a, a call to the champion before the meeting and set some expectations. And while we were talking, um, you know, she kind of set the stage, but really, you know, she didn't she didn't really get them going right. So she asked a very close question that people were kind of like all quiet about and I had to jump in and just start quarterbacking the conversation and elaborate on her questions so that we could get people talking and then I had to get inside two of the buyers minds pretty quickly Jesus and Ed who Ed was very much on the financial piece and Jesus was very much on the integration piece and how am I going to tie those two together and then more importantly, how do we meet in the middle, right? And so I had to bring stories. I had to talk about why it's important to utilize our solution, but I also what's important to them. How are they looking at it? How are their clients looking at it? What's their average ASP? What's their sales process? What's their plan and execution moving forward? Why does our solution even make sense for them? These are the kind of questions you have to dig deeper in and, and get pulled out. You can't just ask one question and expect them to rock and roll, even though they did come in queue, but you have to bring that expectation. And then bringing my partner in, so the, you know I had the partner on the call, we wanted to make sure that we had that conversation. And bringing that partner into the call is so important because that way they can be a champion with you and they can have a communication to combat what you are or incorporate what they're trying to do with their clients as well so that you can come in as a one plus one and 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 really attack you know the 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 ultimate capability for each of them on both ends and so you know those first five key points really happen within you know the last um last call i just had actually just got off it um to this you know this morning and i had a, you know a good hour and then we debriefed and had a recap and you know, one of the biggest pieces and challenges to the end of the year is some people want to rush to move forward and some people are like, whoa, 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 let's really understand this project. And that's okay. You sometimes have to step back and see a bigger, longer term partnership as opposed to trying to rush a sale. And yes, there's a lot of expectations right now in front of you from a leadership and others that are trying to drive home revenue. But, you know, as you continue trying to p position your solution, you can't rush a deal. You can't rush somebody to make a decision without really making sure you have all the requirements. And those requirements are so tedious sometimes. And those, those requirements take a lot of uh, time. You're up in the morning. You're up at night. I know right now it's 
you know, almost time for the end of the year and you're like pushing the every minute of the day, your, your mind is thinking about when is this client going to respond to me? Are they going to buy? Are they going to sign these contracts? Have I done everything possible to make it happen? What is my leadership thinking? Did I get these gifts for my kids? Have I gone to this place? And, and you start really getting pressure on your mind. I, I've been there and Sometimes you just got to scream in your car as loud as you can to get it out. And by the way, I've done that many times where I'm just screaming at the top of my lungs, just trying to trying to relax um, and then taking deep breaths, um, getting back to basics around um, what is important to you as a seller and what is important to you as a person. And all of a sudden you start drowning in your success. Um, and that was podcast number five. And I talked about, you know, um, you know, drowning in success or feeling the pressure of sales, even as you succeed, as you continue growing, there could be signs of you starting to um, get a little bit burnt out or uh, overwhelmed with the space. And you have to take time for yourself. You have to relax and you have to figure out a game plan so that you're on your best um, mood and you're in best attitude to build the plan and execution. And, and sometimes it burns you out to a point where you don't know where how to get out of it. And so sometimes it's great just to step away for a couple days, a month, um, six, you know, 60, 60 minutes or however long it takes just to step away. I know that was kind of a gap in time, right? This month or 60, 60 minutes. But, you know, there are things that you just might have to step away for a minute or, or, or go for a long period of time. And so when you start seeing these triggers and you start seeing that you're drowning in success, you you should take it take it down a notch and know that, you know, it, it is very important for mental health. It's very important that your health is is um, recognized, and you need to take the time that's uh, allocated to you to do so. And um, you know, obviously, success is more looked at. People seek people that are successful. They are um, pushing people that are successful more often, and it can drain on you. And so drowning in success was all about how to handle that, how to handle the pressure. And more importantly, just position yourself in the right mood um, to move forward and have great, um, great success, you know, with your sales process. And more importantly, in, in, in love your job, love the career path of sales. It's not for everyone, right? Um, I talked about my sales process and you know, sales career over the last 20 years and how it developed into this. I was always, you know, kind of developed into the sales position. I was always trying to sell something and always trying to uh, create them, the someone to do something for me. And that was episode six. I talked a lot about baking up a sale right around Thanksgiving time and you know, how much it takes and how much things you have to put into the ingredients to get a sale completed from beginning to end. You know, all the steps to the end result and after you actually get that contract, the work isn't done after you sign that agreement. And sometimes when you make all, put all the ingredients in, it doesn't always come out right, right? So, so sometimes you have to go back to the drawing board or sometimes you miss an ingredient and it tastes like shit. And then you have to go back and be like, man, this is not good. This isn't what I wanted. This isn't what I expected. And then you have to go back and redo it. Or maybe you missed a 
piece of the process or you rush through it and now you have to, you know, kind of figure out another um, ingredient or a different ingredient. Um, so baking up the sale really was talking more about, you know, putting all the right ingredients in at the right times, building the rapport and building the right um, capability to, to ultimately have great success in your sales process. And then all the next, um, the next episode after that um, was all about you know the passion for the pitch, right? Bringing the passion for the way that you present your solutions, how you're bringing the passion to the pitch beyond the emotional piece. How are you bringing this passion? to your uh, your pitch and it was all about you know utilizing the right players on the field making sure that you use the right resources having a good strategy in place making sure that you whiteboard and understand workflows and understanding your customers expectations and understanding where the pitch started understanding where it's going now and then how you position pricing and proposal to make sense for the customer, to make it easy for them to sign off on a partnership, making sure that you have steps in the in the in order that you have each step clearly defined, clearly uh, setting expectations as you move forward. So, when you have passion for the pitch, that pitch is always going to bring you to the next level. Just like Leo Messi and and finishing off strong for the World Cup this year, he spent his entire life finally getting what he wanted he he finally got his trophy he finally won the world cup and it took so much time to get there and so bringing that passion even at the last game that he was in he still pushed his very very final limits and and was able to bring that passion to the pitch and to the field and and you could see all of the success after, right? And so it, it, his mission isn't done, it, but he has actually hit the, the highest note he, he had for himself. And so what is your expectations for next year? And what is your expectations for the future? And so, you know, bringing the passion to the pitch is so important when you look at all these things. And then finally, I talked about um, a belief having belief in you you as a salesperson, having belief in uh, people around you, believing in something that you can't see or, or touch or feel, um, believing that it will occur, believing for future state, knowing your objection, objectives, knowing how to hit it, building a cadence and plan and execution to do so and and seeing the future that isn't right and you know isn't as clear until you really write it down. And, and once you've written it down and once you've decided this is my future, how do you continue bringing that up every day to hit those those benchmarks and those milestones and what are those milestones that you can achieve? All of those questions come into play as you continue building your plan and continue making sure that you have everything in front of you that will be and will can bring success ultimately um, to believe. And then you have bring this all together, right? So, you know, incorporating the last um, eight episodes for me has been very exciting. Um, very uh, hopefully uh, the content that you found was relative um, you know that was useful 
um, like I said, I'm going to really build a plan for season two um, as we kick off in the beginning of the year. Um, I'm going to bring, you know, new elements to it, hopefully get some potentially interview style with some salespeople as well, kind of back and forth and maybe incorporating um, some live, um, live interactions with clients or maybe even having my... Um, my psychiatrist, you know, um, sales psychiatrist conversations around young professionals just kicking it off. But um, I've been ex very excited about this podcast. I hope you found it very relevant. Um, I hope you can incorporate a lot of what I've talked about over the last um, eight episodes into your world. And, you know, hopefully you're wrapping up your sales with a nice bow on it, bringing the deals home, and then having some time to relax with your family and friends and you know kind of seeing ever all your success that you've done unpacking that and reviewing it and throwing that paper on the ground and say okay I can take a big breath and say okay I've achieved all this I've done all this over the last you know 12 months and now it's time for me just to enjoy what I've done get ready for next year plan and organize yourself to be successful again and know that more importantly that you have your family and your friends and your your life ahead of you to be very successful um, I appreciate you guys listening in I hope this was a this content found very relative for, rel, relative for you and exciting and and more importantly just something that you guys can continue hearing and hearing uh, for the next years to come. But anyways, you guys, all of you enjoy your holidays. Have a Merry Christmas and I will catch you on the flip side in 2023. So enjoy your time y'all and, and we'll spit at you very shortly. Cheers. Bye now.